0: Dear Abby, uh, uh, I'm in shock. I've lived my whole life in Bedford Falls, and now no one seems to know who I am. Dear Landers I, I run a building and loan company, and... Well, my creepy uncle Billy keeps bringing the Look, I'm a stand up guy. The, the, the other night, I lassoed the moon from my boy hey, Flanders. And now, uh, she the other day, in backed my place and there was with well, my that? buddy Nick and Bert and Hernie? They're all in a circle, and they're playing a game. Dear called Abby, Bookie, my crookie. name is George and, now, and uh, George, and I work at a truck always told me dear My boss is to Is it okay to join in? Every time a bell rings, an angel gets a dear while dancing at the Christmas party, bed. you high school gymnasium. And, and the alfalfa showed up. He opened the gym Dear Hardy, and I fell into Mary the source to pull the wall. God, they in, in the office It's shitting shit everywhere. it's not woke. Uh, I'm uh, uh, saying uh, 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 no something I about I've taken up Well, I said, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that, Mary? Now put my balls in your mouth. Dear Pod. Hee-haw! And Merry Christmas, you podcasters!
1: Young Jules has fully decked out, he has decked the halls of the Pineapple Ranch, and he has a crash. I don't call it a crash. I call it a nativity, okay. uh, and it is a scene that we all know and love, Right. Mary in the manger, surrounded by goats and camels and strange men, <clears throat> bringing myrrh, but my issue is that he keeps putting the Jesus out too early.
2: I've never understood that um like let's wait it's like we already know what's happening like
1: Will, we don't have Well but to... I mean if you're recreating a scene don't you want to be you know precise Yeah and in
2: if we are recreating the scene Mary who's on her knees right now should have a bucket of blood underneath her
1: Well yeah and a stained dress mm-hmm. right. So if we're going to go for it let's go for it Yeah
2: she should not be on her she should be resting
1: Uh-huh She
2: should actually be in the manger
1: There's like a whole separate placenta it yeah. comes with a set. You can just, you know, build your own nativity.
2: Like, that's not right. When was the last time you ever saw someone who just gave birth on her knees in a stable? <laughs>
1: if I had a nickel. <laughs> if,
2: uh. I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's like, this is the birth scene. Yeah. And then, like, what they do in the hospital. It's like, oh, no, you can't. You can't. Don't bring yourself. You can't.
1: No, no, put these booties on your shoes.
2: Right, Meanwhile, Yes, cover your head. There's a man carrying a lamb on his shoulder.
1: Absolutely. And a kid with a, uh, what is that, a clarinet? I think that he's pulling from other toy sets to put them in the nativity. You're like, I didn't know Charlie Brown was at the birth of Christ. He was. He was, yeah. and he really brought this the whole room down. Like, Jesus, who brought Charlie Brown? Bring the goats back in here.
2: Yeah, here's what I want after I just had gave birth. I want to be on my knees, and I want some asshole with a flute in the back.
1: Yeah, could we have him play something? What do you What do you know? Hot cross buns? Play that. That's fine. No, it's a recorder. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a
2: cheeseburger in paradise. Oh no.
3: That's a pretty good
1: recorder. Yeah. I just did. I'm available for parties. Is what it's I'm good saying. Good impression of a recorder. Thank you. Let me try it. What well, I take requests. What would you like?
2: Cheeseburger in paradise. I'm just gonna let you know. Okay. No now, if I hadn't made it clear that I hate the recorder. <laughs> <clears throat> so your impression, while good, it's, I still don't
1: like it. Does it go right to your ass? Yeah. It's that sound that makes you, your butt pucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little uh, a little brown note ready.
2: It's like someone who does intermittent whistling.
1: I would rather have someone do intermittent fasting. All right, I'm going to go in because I feel like we have a lot to say on the topic today. So I'd rather just dive right in and see what kind of magic pops back up. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Boutros Boutros Golly,
2: And I'm Lizzo.
1: And we're coming to you from the Maha Abar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
0: And laying his finger aside Ooh. of his nose and giving a nod.
3: Oh, very good night. Oh my! And,
1: and that
3: goes with more too. <laughs> Oh. Thank you. Oh, it kept on going.
1: Wow! And we keep going because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're hauling them out of the. Uh, we're hauling out their holly. That's what we do.
2: We're hauling out the
0: oats.
1: Haul out your oats because it's Christmas time in the Pineapple Ridge. That's right. It is the Christmas season. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias. Give us that gift of Christmas. At DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com. Or go to Apple Podcasts. And please, for the love of God and Boutros, Boutros, golly, rate, review, and subscribe. We need the numbers. Hit that fiver. So that we can climb up the charts in the new year, which is coming up very quickly. But Not yet. Not yet. First, we celebrate the Christmas. So celebrate with us. Email us, dearpartofficial at gmail.com. Send us advice, question. We will answer it on the air. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpartofficial, where Patreon. for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and give the gift of us every week. The gift of sight. The gift of love, which is us. Oh, and speaking of which... I want to send a little bit of love to two non-Patreon subscribers, but uh, dear pod super fans nonetheless well one technically works here and one is just a, a mega fan uh shout out to paul lazel Thank on his birthday, birthday his day of oh, birth birthday happy, birthday. happy birthday paul lazel i think the best birthday. gift that we can give him is to bring him to ariba ariba where he can see treaty, treaty, alvarado, treaty alvarado live and in person drinking a very large margarita enjoying a quesadilla
2: just amongst her people.
1: Wow. If you go back a few episodes ago, we, we really broke down the existence of an actress named Trini Alvarado. And Patty don't gave me. I, don't, I shouldn't have to, but I didn't know going into it. And you really schooled me on the benefits of the Alvarado. Yeah. Yes, drive Alvarado. your Alvarado. Alvarado! Why
2: don't you come, come to Areba?
1: Enjoy quesadillas! <laughs> oh my god, it writes itself. That's good, yeah. Doesn't it? We're writing it. We're writing it this week, kids. So he's having a birthday. Shout Alvarado. out to Paulie. And uh, extra special shout Why out to you our you producer extraordinaire. Eat. Yeah, sing it, sing it while I give a little love to Julesy. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jules! You. It's your birthday without Trini Alvarado. We love you very birthday, much. We wish you the birthday, best birthday. day. Your 500 days, 10 years old. His bidet, his bidet, his bidet works overtime. I bought him a bidet. Do you know that? Man, there's so
0: much. No. We can a do little strap-on
1: bidet. So <laughs> it's called birthday, the baby.
0: Flushy. Oh, thank you very much. And I bought the it as a joke.
1: Bye-bye. Oh, Tushy, sorry. Tushy. I knew it was an Ushy ending. It's flushy, a Tushy. We call the toilet Flushy, so it all makes sense. Everybody's got a name at the Pineapple Ranch. Everyone has an assignment. <laughs> and Flushy takes him on. Wow. And the Tushy cleans him out. So tushies were on sale a couple years ago. I bought him a Tushy, thinking, ha-ha, isn't this funny? Damn if it isn't the best gift I ever got him. Yeah, The gift of a squeaky clean A. Boy needs it. I think we all need Somebody's it. got a sandblast back there. And I, I'm not, you know, volunteering
2: as tribute. Well, I mean, you want to know if you're gonna if you're gonna put your face down there when you're
1: <laughs> <coughs> if I'm gonna mean. motorboat him, I wanna know that he's been flossing. Right. Yes.
2: Do women actually rim men like in Sex in the City?
1: Or? Uh I cannot speak for the whole of the gender. Me myself. Good pun. No thanks. <laughs> I'm smart when I don't try to be, yeah, and wow. I never try, so that's good. Right. Um, you just give up. On behalf of my own experience, uh, no thank you. That is not on the menu.
2: But do when you and your gaggle of gals get around the, the round table, <laughs> does one of them say, I was rimming
1: no, no. Steven last night? No, no, surprisingly, no. I don't have a lot of gal pals shock I know I am it in comes shock as a surprise as a 13 year old boy mm-hmm. you know the ones that I do have that I keep close to the vest not rimmers not big into the rimmen. Mm. they're not rimmen women <laughs> but I'm sure they're out there
2: I'm sh- I'm sure
1: no shame in the game I gotta wonder how much you enjoy it what do you mean you know as the person who is the giver of the rimmer
2: well I mean that's the- why you're doing it
1: for the other person. You're not okay. just casually walking around licking an A.
2: I wouldn't casually lick anyone that's
1: Don't eat your melted candy bar and talk to me <laughs> about, about this me. when you literally have like chocolate pudding all around your mouth. This is disgusting. I have to get off this topic or I'm going to <laughs> remember the throwing up episode a couple episodes ago? It's going to happen right now <laughs> it's if I don't. Like,
0: Excuse
2: me, are you cleaned out? Here?
1: <laughs> 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 is that you have a mouthful of chocolate and it's like, you know when people talk with like a liquid in their mouth and it, it causes those like strings? Mm-hmm. I can't, I tell Jules, he cannot eat yogurt around me anymore. He's actually been fully banned from the room. If he eats yogurt near me, I I get positively ill. Does this, does this hit on with you?
2: <laughs> I have seen many a person... Eat yogurt as if it is like they're eating Elmer's glue.
3: <laughs> I don't understand.
2: And talk to me while they're doing it.
3: Why like, would you ever?
2: I'm like, I don't actually, you can finish. You don't have, you, I, don't, I don't need to ask you any questions.
1: Chew and swallow. The information will still be there on the other side of that 10 seconds that it takes for you to clean out your disgusting gullet. What is yeah. that? Cottage cheese? It's disgusting. Uh, Does anybody actually eat cottage cheese since
2: 1986? I I guess that was probably the last time I had cottage cheese.
1: Speaking of cheese, it's great to see you. <laughs> Speaking of cheese. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. It is Christmas week. We have arrived at it. Are you prepared? No. Who do you have to buy for? Is it just Marcus? Everybody. Do you Really? Who's yeah. everybody?
2: Well, there's a hom- homeless family that I take care of every year.
1: Are you joking?
2: Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I felt. I was
1: like, wait a minute! Don't go getting nice on me now. I don't know how to categorize that, Patrick. Um, would you get visited by three ghosts? I uh, yeah. I would love it if three ghosts visited you. You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing like, in yeah, my bedroom? I'm like,
2: let I'll argue. I'd be very argumentative. I'm like, yeah, let's go back in into- time. <laughs> Like yeah. Christmas oh.
1: passed by the time she's done with you. It was like, oh, you know what? He had a point. He, he had a point. He has every right. Oh,
2: you want to know why I did this? Well, then let's roll it back. Yes. Roll you-
1: that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah.
2: If you're going to pull this shit out, I would like the other <laughs> clips.
1: <laughs> Can we go to age eight, month 10? Yeah, I
2: just grabbed the remote from her. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, click, click, <laughs> click right there. See that motherfucker? Right is,
1: right there is where right. I got outed by that chick at the bar. Right, right there. Okay? You want me to fast forward to the next part? So okay. then
2: this will lead up to your clip, right? But the scene before that clip, there we go. So we're just we're just like, you know, picking things.
1: Yeah. Could I get my remote control back? You know
2: what? No. Where do you want to go? What's your real <laughs> name?
1: Let's Kelsey? go to your fucking timeline. <laughs> what that's, about that's the Ghost of so Christmas Future? You're not showing me anything I don't want to see, okay? First of all,
2: future? (laughs) I don't plan on being here that long.
1: I don't want to be. Second of all, what are you eating? Because your hand looks so thin. (laughs) You look fabulous. I always said that's the only role I've ever wanted to play. I get to cover my whole head and just show you my weird spindly fingers.
2: That can be arranged.
1: Uh, Could it? Yeah, why not? Why don't we do a production here?
0: Okay.
2: That's
1: what we need. The Pineapple Ranch Players presents-, presents
0: Scrooged.
1: <laughs> hey, oh my God, your finger looks amazing. I
2: saw your finger in that movie last night.
1: Thank you. And my finger does very good work.
2: Yeah, I, I thought I saw it in Dirty Holes 3, but...
1: No, 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 that was just a stunt finger. Oh. Yeah.
2: What about Silent Night, Holy Night?
1: That was me. Right. That was but- me.
2: Like holy. Night.
1: I got a lot of carpal tunnels after that like one.
2: <laughs> H-O-L-E-Y. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, know,
1: I know what you're talking okay. about.
2: I just want to, make, it wasn't like a Christian thing.
1: No, no. It
2: wasn't a Candace Cameron.
1: No, God, no. Ho- no, right. no, not, not, there's always an E involved right. in holy. Yeah. I'm no Candace Cameron Bure, <laughs> bure, but I try, don't I? Correct. We're all trying this year. It is our Christmas theme. So I'm very excited about our theme today because I feel like you and I have a lot to talk about with this. The theme is toys.
2: Not the movie with Robin Williams, but.
1: Or not the toy, the movie with Richard Pryor and Scott Schwartz. Speaking of porn. Correct. So yes, we're talking about toys today. We're all about the toys. Before we dive in, I have to know. Give me your favorite Christmas toys, things that you received at Christmas?
2: My favorite toys? Yeah,
1: hit mm. me with them. We're talking 80s, so our toys were extra good and dangerous.
2: Well, I like the, I think it was my the folding Hot Wheels kits, that one was a city.
1: <gasps> yes! And then
2: one was like a commercial. I think you could link them together. You to—you had to, you, they, One was like kind of, it folds out and you kick some legs down, and then if you got another one, then you could add that on top, but then you had to put something underneath it.
0: Yes.
2: And like the, you could, you'd, like the hospital would pop up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All these little things, It's a gas station.
1: Oh, I that. you're building your own city. You were like a, you were a town comptroller. Who I mean, wants to play mayor?
2: I That was my favorite. Of course, then the Hot Wheels, or the Matchbox goes with it.
1: And the garage. Loved it. The Hot Wheels garage. I had that when I was a kid, I think as I a made young my boy. I loved that garage because it had a little spiral down the side oh, of it. Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, and you just put it on the top,
3: and you're like, one of these days I'm going to drive just like this in a really shitty garage.
2: I also had the airport.
3: What's that?
2: It was the Hot Wheels airport. I don't really know. Did
1: they have planes?
2: I had a plane. It was a smaller airport.
1: Like what, Like a not a Boeing 747? You no, know, uh, it was you know, it's like a... Whatever. You flew private? Yeah, it was oh. a private airport. <laughs> I want to see little Patrick playing with toys when you're little. Ever since you told the story of walking in fake high heels around the pool, which is a visual I know exactly what you're talking about because you don't want to slip and fall. Correct. So you have to be delicate and dainty with how you walk around a pool.
2: That is correct. Also,
1: whatever material they put by a pool is like blazing center of the sun hot. It absorbs all of the the rays of the sun.
2: I still don't understand. I don't understand.
1: It's like molten lava rock by a pool. So ever since you said that, I have a very specific picture in my head of you as a child. You're very dapper. I feel like you're always wearing a suit.
2: No, only for picture day.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So you had the whole matchbox thing. Uh, One of my favorite toys as a child, which this should tell you because I'm a dork, the speak and spell. Did you have a speak and spell?
2: No. That would be an intelligent item.
1: Oh, we don't want that. Mm. No, just put the boy in front of Dynasty. Correct. Technically speaking, it should have been called Spell and Speak.
2: I thought, what's a speak? It's Speak and Spell.
1: Yeah. So, oh no, wait, no. Oh, it was Speak and Spell. So, and I was right. So somebody like uh, the thing says a word to you, and then you have to spell it. Mm-hmm. So it, it would be like anal, and then you have to a- go
3: a-, a n a
1: l. That is correct. I'm like yeah.
2: But so wait, I think there was a speak and spell, a speak and say, and then a speak and math. Am I correct?
1: Oh, God. If there was a speak and math, I went nowhere near it.
2: Something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's like the educational. I don't know why I love the speak and spell so much.
2: Like the Simon Says, you have to remember. <gasps> that.
1: that is very nerve-wracking. They came out with that again. Like all of these old toys are regenerating themselves now, but a Simon. Oh, you ever played Bop It?
2: Yes, but the Simon had like. Mm-hmm. 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 I remember that. like,
1: And then it would speed up. Yes. Beep, but- boop, beep. And you're like, I've got this. It's green, yellow, blue. Got this. Beep, boop, beep, pop. Green, God yellow, God forbid you blue,
2: sneeze, blue. and then you'd lose the whole.
1: The, the whole, vo- like, volley. Yeah. Yeah. You've lost all of your hard work. Yes. Uh, a sit and spin. All very sexy names.
2: The sit and spin is a very, it's kind of like buying something for a newborn. You're only going to be able to ride that thing for a limited amount of time. Oh, because you vomit. No, because you grow out of that toy. <laughs> really You quickly. can't fit around that thing and spin yourself around.
1: The sit and spin should have grown with you.
2: It should have. Yeah. It also is a really, like, stupid toy.
1: We just want to spin kids until they vomit. But right. you could control it.
2: It's just like, it looks like the kid that has a bucket on his head and keeps running into the wall. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with your kid? I was going to give him a speak and spell, but he just wants to...
1: Sit and spin.
2: Sit and spin. Well,
1: and that's the story of how Patty was born. And then
2: cut to like pole dancing at the Crazy Horse too.
1: <laughs> What did I teach him? I should have gotten the speak and spell. <laughs> also, I like the speak and spell because it was nice to have somebody talk to me. Same. Even if it was, you know, a robot voice.
2: I also liked my GI Joe collection, which was pretty good. Which I think my sister stole from <gasps> me, which is sad. Oh. I let her kids borrow a few, and then I never got them back.
1: No, like, put out the APB right now.
2: It's the really... troops
1: went to <laughs> went to a different location.
2: I mean, I had these things. I it was the time where you could send in points to get, um certain characters
1: Is this like the columbia house music type
2: sort of there was a point where like gi joe's you could collect the, the flag points and you sent them in and you could like spend like uh, like with a check for five dollars you could get like the sergeant slaughter doll
1: oh
2: or action figure nut doll and um <laughs> and it was, it was a
1: very important distinction
2: because they didn't sell in the store so you had to like there was like a whole thing mm-hmm. so my sister let her kids you know i'm like yeah your kids can borrow them i said borrow borrow and now they're gone
1: how old were you when you said this to her was this <laughs> last year
2: i think I'm, i don't remember but cuz her kids are now like in their 20s but uh, you don't throw away someone else's toys no uh just don't but i still have my matchbox at my mom's house
1: your matchbox
2: my matchbox my uh hot wheels collection
1: Oh, so good. You make me want to go buy Hot Wheels right now just to have a casual Hot Wheel. They were good. I used to have a fake figure skating, I, like an ice rink. Oh, my God. That literally just scared the shit out of I me. I saw it. You saw it? it like now. you just sat on I the, know. The pin. <laughs> well, you know what? It's Christmas. Let's lean in.
3: Heaven and nature sing. Heaven and nature nature sing.
1: Ah, what a stressful time. So we have articles for you based on toys this week. We're talking toys at the ranch. It's a good time of year to talk about the toys. So hit me.
2: This is from the Charlotte News, Charlotte, North Carolina, February 20th, 1985.
1: Really hitting that Charlotte there, aren't you?
2: Dear Abby... I couldn't agree more with ashamed American mother who, refu- who refuses to buy into the Cabbage Patch craziness. I feel exactly as she does. Cabbage Patch kids have become the new status symbol for American youngsters. I am dumbstruck by the number of otherwise intelligent, sensible adults buying into this mania and fostering a frenetic need in their children to possess. What? A cuddly baby doll? Certainly there are cuddly baby dolls galore that cost far less than $50 to $100. Do not require putting one's name on a six-month waiting list and can be dressed, cuddled, and loved. But owning a Cabbage Patch Kid is the newest form of snobbery. When my daughter's peers are are older and into drugs, I want her to be able to think for herself and say no, despite what everyone else is doing. <laughs> I may be considered a mean mommy by some, but I refuse to follow along like one more sheep to the Cabbage Patch. My daughter, in fact, is rather proud of the fact that she doesn't own one. Signed. Sane American mother.
1: She's lying. She wants that cabbage patch. And now she has some sort of weird off-brand doll from Aldi that none of her friends play with. She's lying to you.
2: Cribbage patch, kid.
1: <laughs> a cobbage patch. Wait a minute.
2: A cobbler patch. <laughs> just a... I like cribbage <laughs> patch.
1: She comes with her own set of playing cards and mahjong tiles.
2: Dear mother. Your kid will be pleased to know that the Cabbage Patch Kids had the stuffings beat out of them insofar as my readers were concerned. The mail ran 300 to 1 against them. What? Meaning most of these people didn't want to spend that much
1: Bull. That is bull. Where I was from, that was everything. Women beat the crap out of each other. Moth took on some women. I think we talked about that yeah. before. At I the would Toys love, Are Us.
2: I would love to like see the clipping and then go find those people and say, how do you feel about that now? Was it really worth it?
1: Oh, absolutely it was because it, it, like it just showed you your love for your child. Otherwise you had no love for your child if you did not get them absolutely a cabbage patch. And my mother went there and they smelled like mm, they smelled like baby powder. Oh.
2: But why do they smell like baby powder if they're cabbage?
1: Because cabbage is not a very sellable smell. Could you imagine if they, with like Xavier like Roberts, coleslaw. road tested? Yeah, exactly. Why does it smell like rotten coleslaw in in this toy store?
2: These kids were raised in a cabbage patch. Who the fuck came up with this? <laughs>
1: what? It's this now just seems like. Of course, it's a middle aged man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
2: Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if I've done this. So these children, you adopt these children. Yes. Which they're not. I don't know. How I don't even I don't even understand why you're adopting these children. Because they're not really children, they're vegetables. But they're born out of a cabbage patch, but yet they are formed like a human. Yes. Despite the fact that they don't have a neck and their fingers and toes are just sewn to together. look like they're right. yes,
1: they're fused.
2: Right. And yeah. their face is hard as a rock and their body is a plush toy.
1: And they need love like every other and child that branded. needs to be adopted. And yes, they've, they've been, been on their ass. Right. By a middle-aged man. And they
2: smell like baby powder despite the fact that they came out of the ground Mm -hmm. Mm. from cabbage.
1: Yeah. Nobody wants a toy that smells like earth.
2: So who was blazing in this room? And they're like, hear me out, hear me out. Hear hear me me out.
1: out. (laughs) Pass the cabbage. Uh, You know what I mean?
2: They're like, I would feel like I'd be that guy. and I would probably be the guy that that was like, that doesn't make any sense.
1: You're keeping the minutes in the meeting. That's who you are. I'm like, I, like I'm like
2: wait a minute. Again, so there why would the kids adopt something if it's a if it's a vegetable? No, it's a child, but you just said it's a cabbage patch. It's just kid.
1: coincidental that they happened to be born there. Where were you born? What was your hospital?
2: Uh 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 Elmhurst Memorial.
1: There you go. It's like the Elmhurst kids. Uh-huh. They just happened to be born there and they're just all adopted out of Elmhurst Memorial.
2: Well, I came out of my mother's vagina. These dolls came out of a head of cabbage.
1: Yes, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's a vegan miracle. And eventually, women would beat the ever-living shit out of each other to get their hands on these dolls that were born in a cabbage patch. Or the other babies. thing I, Sorry. I'd like
2: to know is, does your child still have this thing?
1: Speaking as one who who was gifted, uh, I was very lucky. I had I had a family of three daughters. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I had three daughters. I left them in the basement, but they're still there. That's that's the other thing. You're, like you're the teaching new Casey these. Anthony. You're teaching these girls how to be like mothers eventually, but they're just like, okay, uh, I've adopted three of these children that were born in a cabbage patch, which means they're born in poverty. And you're very lucky I have chosen to be your adopted mother. I will leave you when I go to high school. Mm. It's Casey Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: in their defense, well, these vegetables are going to rot anyway.
1: But they're not vegetables. They are humans.
2: This doesn't like make Like Superman make any came sense. dropped
1: down in a weird egg, you know. Mm. It doesn't matter how we got here. (laughs) Just like what's Olita Adams used to sing. I don't care how you get here. Just get here here in a cabbage patch.
2: This doesn't make the more, the more this, the more I think about this, the more it infuriates.
1: It's like you took the blue pill in the matrix. You've opened up too many doors now and you can't walk it back.
2: They're not anatomically correct. They have a weird innie or outie. They're branded. They can't really walk. And then some are born with braces. That doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs)
1: Which ones were bored with... Did I have braces on mine? No. They all had smiles. I don't think any of them had braces. They did.
2: And then some of you had a preemie. What fucked up...
1: Oh, I had a preemie. Yeah, That's too. Just, what the fuck? That's oh, prematurely look, born in a cabbage patch.
2: Look what I got. I got a stillbirth.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. gosh! Oh, my God. <laughs> my cabbage patch is still covered in <laughs> placenta.
2: Mine is purple.
1: Comes with cleaning moist wipes.
2: Oh, it also came with a casket.
1: Oh, gosh! What? That's dark.
2: See, I don't understand. Like, you go down
1: these paths. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And this is why you don't work for Hasbro anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll keep going on this for days. It is part of that toy trend. I try, I'm try. i looking up the different generations of toy trends, but I don't think anything has been that big in a long time. Yeah, that's Maybe like said. the Elmo thing. Oh, the Tickle Me Elmo, that's right. That fucking pervy Jesus toy. Christ, of course it's a pervy I'm toy. I'm sure a homosexual came up with that. I don't know anybody else who could. All right, I have an article for you from the journal. Those
2: homosexuals just like to tickle all your kids. I
1: know, so make them stop touching they you. They want to read
2: things like books.
1: Don't do that! Next Education. thing you know, will be
2: teachers.
1: Next thing you know, you're going to let them vote. <laughs> don't do that either. All right, I have an article for you from the Journal-Herald in Dayton, Ohio, March 9, 1961. toy breaking needs outlet for hostility. Dear Ann Landers, this problem involves a father and his nine-year-old son. Bobby is an orderly boy and very seldom leaves his bike or sports equipment lying about. His father is a demon for perfection, and the child has learned to be almost perfect in self-defense. Our home is not large, so we have to put a toy box in the garage. The other day, Bobby put a couple of his toy trucks in the opposite corner of the garage, not in the box. His father came home, saw the trucks in the wrong place, and broke them to pieces. Then he brought the broken trucks into the house and said, This is what happens to toys that aren't put away properly. The boy was heartbroken, and my husband would not let me console him when he cried, What do you think of this? Signed, a mother. Dear mother! Children should be taught to be orderly, but your husband has a mean streak a mile long and a yard wide. He could have accomplished the same thing had he brought the trucks into the house and said these were not in the proper place. You may not play with them for a week. A father who would break up a child's toys needs to work out his hostilities in some constructive manner. Too bad rug beating is out of style. Suggest golf. I don't
2: understand about throwing... Or breaking your kid's toy that you just, especially if you just beat the shit out of someone for a doll.
1: Well, exactly.
2: Like, that's just more, that's just, now you're just teaching your kid that you waste money.
1: This was a pre-beating time. I think the 80s turned everybody into toy buying frenzy. You know, that's really like the birth of Black Friday was in the 80s, right?
2: It seems like
1: it. I I think it is. Like, make the connections between people beating the crap out of each other for electronics and toys.
2: Well, what's the other thing that people would beat the shit out of each other for? Wasn't there like a certain Barbie?
1: <gasps> no. Barbie? No. No? There was never that kind of uh, frenzy. That's why I'm looking up um the toy trends.
2: I don't think people beat the shit out of each other for the uh, the scary girl doll.
1: You know why? Because it's women, it's women-centered items, and it's mothers buying things for kids. It's the mothers. We're a very ferocious breed of people. I guess. I Play think... School Barney. No, I don't think. I'm just looking up other things that happened in other. God, that Elmo thing was 96. That feels like it was much sooner than that. That was in yeah. 1996 that that happened. Oh, Tamagotchi.
2: I still, no.
1: I don't understand it. What is a Tamagotchi?
2: I don't want to talk about it. I don't know.
1: You really don't know what it is.
2: It's something that I don't care about.
1: Teddy Ruxpin? Oh, remember the Furby? Yeah. Why? People were going nuts for a Furby. Or the Beanie Baby thing? Well, those are actually worth something.
2: Which is insane to even think about.
1: I don't understand it. There's There's a Hulu documentary about it. Like somebody who has like... Is sitting on basically five hundred thousand dollars worth of Beanie Babies. Then sell it. What why would you, why why would you keep it? Is it really gonna? Is it like fine wine? Doesn't it have like a limit
2: on would, how
1: well it's gonna age?
2: Uh, yeah, I would have thought like after you bought it, that would be the limit.
1: Yeah, like it. that's it. Is it ever gonna get any better?
2: Like so, my Mariah Carey Christmas ornament is that gonna?
1: Uh, it's only it? gonna get more valuable, <laughs> especially if you wait. You made that right. What would happen if you made multiples of that and sold it?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: I just—I think know. you should, and I think that we should sell it on Dear Pot Official.
2: Well, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Maybe next year. Oh, a Nintendo Wii—that also was a thing. Was yeah, a thing. Yeah,
2: but nothing. Nothing sparked the violence.
1: No, the, the Cabbage Patch really garnered the worst in people. I think so. We'll have to ask Moth. We'll do a Moth report, and I'll ask her if there was ever another feeding frenzy toy that they all had to have where women came out, like, ready to fight. Like, Marge, where did you get those brass knuckles?
2: Maybe the last item was toilet paper during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, that kind of frenzy. Right. And that was out of necessity. Was it? <sighs>
2: what the fuck
1: was that? Why do you think I got jewels of tushy? I'm just saying. I'm just So you could rim him. Absolutely.
2: This is from the Capital Times, Madison, Wisconsin, June 11th, 1994. Dear Abby, this may be silly, but I need an answer. I have three sons, ages five years, two years, and ten months old. Ricky, quote unquote, Uh my two-year-old, loves to play with dolls. He has three. Some people make wisecracks when they see Ricky with his dolls, but he would rather play with dolls than cars or trucks. I have never thought that there was a problem, but some people say it would make him... Funny.
1: Right, say that line again because I, I don't know if that crackled. Fuck you. Just that last line that some people say there's a problem.
2: Backing up, backing up, backing. Some people make wise cracks when they see Ricky with his dolls, but he would rather play with dolls than tr- than cars or trucks. I've never thought there was a problem, but some people say it would make him quote unquote funny. Oh when he gets older.
1: And he named her she named him Ricky. She fake named him Ricky.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> My mother replies That if more parents would let their sons play with dolls, there would be more men willing to play the father role instead of expecting the mother to do it all. Ricky's babies are girl babies. He even tries to feed them. He watches me with his his baby brother and mimics everything that I do. Is this a bad thing or is it good for a boy to act so maternal? Signed, Concerned Mommy.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
2: Well, she might need to correct him
1: on... Well, the breastfeeding alone. (laughs) I mean, dry as a bone, that No, 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 you
2: put your penis in the... Uh. (laughs) Dear Concerned Mommy, if you are really concerned that this will cause your son to have homosexual tendencies, you need not give it another thought. Homosexuals are born, not made.
1: Oh, very progressive on her side to say such a thing. Yes, for 1994. Good for you, Abs. Good abs,
2: yeah. Yes, abs.
1: Oh, yes, abs. <laughs> funny.
2: It, it would make him funny. It just I think it's really interesting, like, uh, if you're going to, whatever your su- child it gravitates towards, you really think that that is. Is somehow- going to be
1: the thing that tips the scales. Uh-huh. You're like, well, he played with a Barbie for about five minutes, which means he's gay. Yeah. No. I know.
2: It's like the stinking thinking of, like my mom does it all the time. It's like, well, if you just moved to LA instead, or maybe you should have taken that job. I'm like, well, that was five years ago. Oh,
1: no. Or maybe if
2: you didn't give up on acting. I'm like, well, I do. i really like, okay. Uh, okay.
1: I'm, I'm okay. Just gonna... I
2: think it's time. I should probably get off the phone now. I'm not coming home for Christmas. <laughs> or New Year's. <laughs> or I just summer. grind my teeth to a pulse. <laughs> Isn't that
1: lovely? I have to go
2: see my dentist now. And I'm my bleeding.
1: therapist. Yeah. Wow. No. Did you play with dolls when you were a kid?
2: I was a secret doll player. Were
1: you really? You were in the closet. What did you play with?
2: I played with uh, Heather's Heather Gilchrist, Excuse-
1: oh.
2: uh, her Barbie dolls. Oh. She had a winking uh, cow girl. <laughs> you push the plate in the back in her eye, and she would wink. It was fantastic. <laughs> and then our neighbor behind us, Jewel, she had Barbies, and she would she held it against me once. She was like, "I'm gonna tell people that you play with Barbies." I'm like, no, you won't.
1: Wait a minute, Jewel. Yeah. Like. Living out of the back of her Volkswagen Jewel?
2: Not her. Bad teeth just, Jewel? Just the same name.
1: Wouldn't that be great if you did live like Jewel was your actual neighbor?
3: Who will save your Move your Barbie. fucking bed! Oh, no, sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> Get a house, Jewel! Wait, so she held it against you, saying yeah, basically knew, like, like she was going to out you right. for your Barbie play. Yeah. Wow.
2: But I loved him. I was so great. <gasps>
1: Who doesn't love a Barbie? I mean, you can do their hair. You know, it
2: was more about the fact I was like, "That was that was the shit." What? The fashion of Barbie. Oh,
1: the fashion. Okay. I
2: mean, it all you know goes hand in hand with my Dynasty watching.
1: Exactly. It. Like, did you give her a nice gold lame dress? You can put but, her in yeah, anything. She's automatically in high heels, just like you did. Well, the
2: best thing is like when you have to go to a girl's birthday party, and you have to go to the store and buy something. I'm like, oh. I know what we should get her.
1: Who doesn't love a Barbie?
2: Who doesn't love a Bob mackie inspired gown? Oh
1: my God. Am she'll I right? Look, she'll
2: look perfect in this. Now let's go to the shoe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get our car.
2: Mother, we're walking. We're walking, Mother. Her house
1: smells like cherry vanilla. Come on, come on, come on. We have to get all of the accessories. We're walking, Mother. <laughs> that kid's cart is full. Well, a woman I just needs wanna, things. I just okay? want to
2: try it on her. Her hair is dark. I'm thinking about having it put up and then we'll put the <laughs> the halter on.
1: I just need to match up the earrings to the dress.
2: No, that won't do. That won't do. God
1: what damn it, it! How about a belt? <laughs> Mother, move, move, belt! Cerulean! I need cerulean over here. <laughs> call call Dimashier. Patrick. Call Demarchier. Patrick and <laughs> Have the shoes sent over. The Gucci heels.
2: Do we have any scarves? No? No,
1: nothing? No, let's go to the accessories Uh, aisle.
2: Why isn't anybody
1: Uh. ready? (laughs) I love it. Now I want to dress up to Barbies. I had the Barbie kitchen, which I loved. The only thing that ever smelled like vanilla, fake vanilla that I really liked was the Barbie kitchen.
2: Here's something I didn't understand. The Barbie hot tub? What the fuck?
1: I wanted a Barbie hot tub. So bad.
2: Why? You're not in it. Barbie is.
1: Exactly. She has to relax. She had a very long day at the office. Well, on How do you think she goes from daytime to nighttime?
2: Well, I don't know, but is she barely fits. She, she has to do it by herself.
1: Well, and she doesn't bend. Right. Like her knees don't bend. So you put them in the hot tub, but like their legs have to go up. They're, They're like, like ankles hey. by the ears. <laughs> You don't look relaxed at all, Barbie. You look so stiff. It's
2: like if Barbie had like a corset at the beach. It's like,
1: I'm good. I'm okay.
2: Would you like a sandwich? Of course not. Light is a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> if anyone give me a fucking haircut, that'd be great. It's hotter than Oh, not Helen this girl. Here. No, not
1: that. Too short, too short. You said a little off the top. Every girl cut I their look Barbie's like hair. G.I. Jane. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> I look like I've got plugs. <laughs> she did. She had plugs for hair. They came out with a Barbie whose knees bent and everybody hated it
2: oh I just I, I remember that and yeah
1: we... because we like the idea that we could put her in a chair. If she's at the office, if she's relaxing on the couch, she wants to look like she's bending her knees. But then they came up with it and it was like Arr! and you really had to like put your back into it to get those things together. But to you bend. could
2: also like hyperextend her to the front.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like so it some... looked like she was in a skiing accident.
2: <laughs> yeah, like
1: <"Ooh." laughs> that doesn't look quite right.
2: Barbie, I hate it to burns.
1: Call you. But you're a doctor, Barbie. You can fix it yourself. You can be anything I did. you want. <laughs>
2: I was just, you know, I've been doing all these other professions that I didn't actually spend a lot of so time busy. hyper-focused on it.
1: I didn't go to school for any of this, you guys. I don't know how I became Astronaut Barbie.
2: I was. I took some online courses, and <laughs> I think I overshot the moon here. I went I to
1: DerVry, and next thing you know, I'm a lawyer, doctor, mother.
2: I don't know, but...
1: And I look me... fantastic in every dress I put on.
2: And I love my penthouse and all, but... It really, it doesn't make any sense. The elevator takes up so much space (laughs) and yet there's no room on either side of it for me to do anything. How is
1: it made out of paper? It's cardboard. (laughs) I thought that, I'm a doctor. Can I afford like solid walls?
2: I have no privacy in this place.
1: The whole front of it is just open for everybody to see. I mean, my bedroom is just out there. There's
2: no toilet. Um... And only, only I can ride in my sad, lonely elevator <laughs> up and down.
1: I way. like the idea that at least certain Barbies would be certain ages, depending on how long you'd have to go to school for that. Like Dr. Barbie, she's probably in her 40s. So right. she's got like crow's feet. She's maybe a little bit like softer because she, she's spent most of her time in school mm-hmm. and like resident Barbie, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to go for the reality of the situation. I, I want, want a very real Barbie. I want
2: remnant Barbie, where she sleeps in a horse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really specific. i want like key grip barbie one she's she always has like a big belt on it it has a lot of like pens and screwdrivers and stuff in there i want
2: while we were sleeping barbie she's a toll collector and uh, <laughs> she comes with a bunch of different wigs
1: and a ring that just won't go away right yeah i like that you're going for movie themes and i'm going for like <laughs> Not as glamorous <laughs> profession themes. Well,
2: while we were sleeping, though, Sandra Bullock, she was a toll collector.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking sleeping with the enemy. That was my fault. <laughs> Which That's why I was like, she needs a that lot is, of wigs. They're like,
2: guys, <laughs> okay. we cannot have a sleeping with the enemy Barbie. <laughs> That is
1: just the wigs alone are going to just drive us to bankruptcy. You,
2: we can do the small town version of it, but we, she can't have that backstory. No, but she has uh, to come. Yeah, exactly. She comes with no a lot gun. of cans. <laughs> no gun and no towels.
1: It didn't get lit <laughs> What about Nell Barbie? No no, no, no. She's filthy. What
2: about that new Charlize Theron monster Barbie? Oh, uh, God, no, no. Have you seen the movie? No, but she looks great.
1: She's got no eyebrows.
2: Okay, you know what? No.
1: No, none of these are going to work. But we do have a Steel Magnolias Barbie set. Great. Called. It comes with all of the women. That's so
2: much better than your accused Barbie. <laughs>
1: She comes with a pinball machine. It's really dark, oh, really gra- dark. That's disgusting. Graphic. Do I have one more? Or do yes. you have one more? Oh, okay, here's the final article of this year's Christmas episode. Are you ready? It comes from are you are you ready? Yeah oh that that's what I'm talking about. Oh it comes sorry. from the Globe Gazette Mason City Iowa February 19th, 1989. Toy nobody needs. Dear Ann Landers. I am sending you an ad that appeared in an insert of the Daily Oklahoman. I cannot believe this thing is legal. The ad says in great big letters, Don't get mad, get even. They show a four-color picture of a gadget that motorists can mount on the dashboard. The thing has eight buttons to press for a variety of sound effects. The buttons are labeled machine gun, bombing, grenade, gun, death ray, dual tone, rifle gun, and explosion. The ad reads, zap away frustrations on the road, in the office, or anywhere, with the ultimate light and sound machine. You get a compact, high-tech control panel complete with 10 multicolored flashing lights and 8 harmless but highly effective sound effects. Included is a built-in speaker with two speaker outlets for easy amplifier hookups, plus Velcro strips that ensure easy, often on dashboard mount- mounting. Dashboard mounting. Get one for the road, one for the office, and one for a friend. Made in Taiwan. What on earth is going on when a thing like this can be sold in public as a toy? Don't we have enough accidents on the road without a gadget that is sure to infuriate other drivers or frighten them so badly they will lose control of the wheel? Please reply in print. Signed VB, VC, Oklahoma. Dear VB, I found that ad shocking especially so since it pictures a huge truck that implied that the sound effects would be great for shaking up truck drivers. I phoned the company to inquire about it and was told that the sounds can be heard only inside the car.
3: What?
1: That's literally what it's printed. (laughs) W-H-A-A-A-A-A-T. You'd never guess it from the ad. Even Even so, I still think it's a bum idea. No driver needs this kind of distraction. Where is the agency that polices these toys? Here's something it ought to look into. Hey, a I would love a toy like that. What? I remember when that came out, though.
2: Why would anyone think that you would just out of your car would have a, a like a machine gun noise?
1: Uh, exactly, like like a Tommy gun.
2: However, there is there's a few cars in my neighborhood that have that um that noise when they drive down the street, where it sounds like it. A, that someone someone's being shot at.
1: Oh, it's that's a backfiring um muffler, isn't it?
2: Yes. I hate
1: that so much. It's strange
2: I, to have in a big city.
1: Oh, of course, where guns are going off all the time. Exactly. Mm. The point is to scare the shit out of people and to get pleasure out point of taken. it. Point taken. But I think they're actually outlawing those, I wanna believe. Well I don't know how do you how do you police that though?
2: Well there are there are no police.
1: By the time it pops, the car's gone, nobody cares. Correct. The mayor is too busy crushing dirt bikes with, you know.
2: We're off topic now.
1: Well, anyway. Anyway. Back this, to, to
2: This thing, in my- this would do nothing for me.
1: Oh, I'd love it. How many times do I get cut? up? When you drive in New Jersey enough, you start to understand the need for a way to release rage that doesn't involve me stepping on the gas and honking the horn and riding somebody's ass.
2: Wouldn't it be better to have something a little bit more calming like... Uh uh uh,
1: <gasps> not <laughs> happening. It's okay. You're still
2: smart. I don't want You're positive still...
1: affirmations when I'm See, driving in New Jersey.
2: I think you. Every, I think we're so like bent on being right than being happy. Right?
1: Oh, absolutely. I am mean, Oh, I 100. Everything I do is is based in vengeance. No,
2: I know. I know. <laughs> Um, but I think when you can take this, like I've been trying to evaluate when people are like it really is you can control the situation and how you respond to it. I'm like, what now? <laughs> you don't can have to I? be. You don't have to be stressed out. You know, I'm like, OK, so I've been trying to do that this week. I'm like, OK, okay I'll try to. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, OK, well, maybe if I just don't do something. Like, I just casually didn't do something at work because I didn't want to.
1: You didn't react, basically.
2: Right. I mean, I could. I sh- maybe I should have, but I didn't. Okay. Nothing and how,
1: happened. what was the outcome of this new Patrick test?
2: I think it's confused my bowels.
1: <laughs> well, let's be honest. They were already kind of I mean, rough this to week, begin with. this
2: week, they should have just been, they should have just left.
1: Your bowels pretty much have over the course so. of the last year.
2: Yeah. But this past week was pretty intense.
1: Okay, so this was like a test run. It's almost like that episode of Golden Girls where Dorothy decides to be positive for a week to see what the reactions right. would be. It's
2: like, I choose to not react negatively about it. I'm like, I'll oh. just kind of
1: okay, see what happens. And how, okay. Are you going to stick with this? I want you to stick with this and report back to us.
2: I'm doing the best I can.
1: <laughs> I am fine I haven't breathed In about Five hours
2: It definitely I'm like I was also trying This like breathing technique Where I'm like I think I've stopped breathing
1: <gasps> It happens a lot though yeah. I think that comes With living in the city I have to constantly Remind myself To breathe
2: And I think You know We used to do this In acting class in At uh, the Piven Theater Workshop In Evanston, Illinois The
1: Jeremy Piven Workshop <laughs> Yeah That's his parents No it's not Yes it is <gasps>
2: His parents own this theater workshop,
1: and you went to it.
2: Yeah. It was, oh my it's god. Been forever.
1: Wow. Do tell.
2: Um, and his mother would start out with like breathing, a little bit of yoga and stuff before we'd do we do anything. And I'm like, this makes so much more sense because you kind of you know you like race into class and whatever you yeah. plop down, and everyone's just kind of like. In that energy there's a difference between like a theater class and like an on-camera class you go to an on-camera class it's like i want all of you to be eviscerated right now Uh huh. it's like when you show up to like an audition and everyone who just came back from um, Second city, they all know each other. It's like oh, you guys are fucking exhausting Oh
1: me. my God, there's nothing Just shut worse. up.
2: Just we're all sitting here. Shut up, everyone. We're just all shut in the
1: lobby, but I want you to know that we know each other from doing a show before. Oh my God, we were at the Peanut Butter Players together. But
2: but they're doing stick. It's exhausting. Yeah. And you're just like, can we all? I'm trying to memorize whatever fucking dialogue I have for secret strong enough for a man, page balance for a woman. Shut up and
0: sit
1: down. Like. Dial it down, Carmichael.
2: I mean, for the love of Jesus yeah, Christ of yeah.
1: Latter-day Saints. So what was the breathing that she taught you? And it you're doing like, it this week?
2: I've tried to kind of like circle back to it. But my point of, for like the theater is like when you go in, you have kind of, she did this because I think it was smart to like separate what you just came from, yeah. which is a hell, which uh-huh. is the city. Uh-huh. And now you're in like the black box and you're about to like,
1: don't drag your day in there.
2: Right. Yeah. And kind of reset, like, you know, peel your shoulders from your ears. Yes. And then do that, like, kind of like, what if she's she like, focus on the breath. So you like. And I'm like, am I snoring? Should I be snoring at this point? Or am I sleeping? Or <gasps> oh, my like,
1: God. Even you doing that right now just made me do it with you. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm such a. Oh, my God. I just did it. Ready?
2: And there's something about it that I'm like, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have. You know, I probably should have taken more notes. <laughs>
1: you can go back. We'll find Jeremy. But pivot. it makes
2: more sense because, like, if I, I don't, I guess I don't really. I hold my breath a lot.
1: Oh you always, yeah, always, yeah.
2: And I think that that's probably why I'm so tense all the time.
1: Yeah, because we live in a city where it's almost like you're so conditioned. It's jumping on a moving treadmill. So yeah. you're just like your whole thing is I have to get from point A to point B. Uh, go and and you're just like huh! you're already starting from this place, but the only reason that you know you're breathing is just that you're still alive. Right. Like you haven't died. Right. So, okay, it's happening automatically. But you have to, like, stop and remind yourself. I did that the other day because I was moving around so fast, and I was like, I can't keep up this pace right now. Like yeah. I need to take a minute and go, <sighs> and, like, to, try. You need
2: to pick up the Cabbage Patch doll, yeah. smell it, and be like,
1: Ah, smell of coleslaw. Rotten coleslaw, and I'm relaxed. Hello, dear listeners, and happy holidays! Please forgive some technical difficulties that occurred during the moth report. We had some audio issues, but, as this is the season of giving, the moth report was so damn good we felt we should give it to you anyway. So turn up your Victrola and enjoy. And without further ado.
3: And now it's time for the Moth Report. It's time to call me. And see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You're not the boss of me, bitch! But she is! (laughs) It's time.
2: It's time for the (laughs) moth report. (laughs) It's time to call my mother. (laughs) Find out what the weather is like where she's standing. (laughs) And if she beat the crap out of anybody else for a doll. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Hello?
1: Hello? Can you hear her? Hello? Hello, hello. Weirdly, no. Do you hear that though? It's like a distant little voice. (laughs) (laughs) That does. You
2: sound like Mike TV (laughs) from Willy Wonka. She
1: is a little tiny. What happens? Just say something for a minute. Something
2: for a minute. Oh.
1: Is it going through my phone? It's not going through the. Yeah, it's going through your
2: phone. Oh. Uh oh.
1: Let me. She just sounds funny because she sounds like a little tiny in voice in my back. Get in the purse. I'll call you right back. It's funny because she sounds like she is in the purse. Yeah. She is so far away. it's Mike TV. You're Mike TV. Isn't that weird? I don't know why this happens no. sometimes. It gets messed up. Well, we'll do a quickie. Do you want a quickie moth report? Oh, good. Yes, yes. <laughs> the theme this week is toys. So we're talking about toys. And of course we talked about the women who were beating the crap out of each other for Cabbage Patch Kids. Now we've already talked about this with you, but what I want to know is, was there ever another toy that you got for me or Alan that you were willing to go, to go into battle with your brass knuckles on and, and cut some bitches? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it was just the Cabbage Patch.
3: about that Cabbage Patch doll. I got two of them because at Child World, you were only allowed two. And when I got them home, I took a look at them. They're cute. And they came with a birth certificate. But I didn't like the name that came with your redheaded doll. So I switched it to the other dolls and took her name. The one I gave away was named Claire. <laughs> I liked the name Claire. So... Your Cabbage Patch doll's birth name, technically. I can't remember what it was, but I gave away the name Claire. So your doll is really Claire.
2: This is some Maury Povich shit. We <laughs> right
1: this is devastating. It's like finding out who is the father. You're telling me that my child is has really is really named Claire, has been living... A different identity because of you.
2: I hope you call the other mother and let her know.
1: <laughs> Please who is the other mother? It's Michelle. No, it was Helen. Oh and no. I gave her I gave her the blonde
3: doll, but with the with the name Claire, which should have gone with you're a redheaded doll.
2: Because Claire was the name of Molly Ringwald.
3: Oh, my God. It should candles. have
2: been
1: Claire. Should have been Claire. You should
2: have done your goddamn research. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know what? Grandmother's meddling. Not to, not class. That'll be the theme next week. A grandmother <laughs> meddles and changes my child's name and never lets me know. But Abigail was a cute name. That's
3: it. Abigail. And we still have that birth certificate, again,
1: but technically it belongs with the blonde. Also, where's the child now? Where is the child living?
2: Where'd you put the child? <laughs>
1: Abigail? Abigail? Yes, any of them. Where are my
3: children? Where, Where are, are my children, cabbage woman? patch
1: children? <laughs> Downstairs with the other four
3: cabbage patch dolls that we have. They're all pretty well beaten up. <laughs> oh,
1: Why don't well you there's... wash them? You could wash those cabbage patches. What? You could wash what? those cabbage patch kids.
3: ones weren't. As time went on, they were manufacturing them with rubber limbs and face. But I think in the old days, when you first got them, they were all knitted or, or yarn. or I don't know what they were. Stuffing. They were yarn all yarn stuffing. For yarn for hair. Now, I kept them. I kept them all in case you ever wanted to. And t- in case I want to
1: come back and, and get my children back from you. <laughs>
3: yes. Yes.
1: Not without know. my daughters.
2: Not so without my cabbage.
1: <laughs> so you never beat the crap out. Did you beat somebody up for to get those dolls?
3: Oh yeah. Well, I just happened to be there because that was the big item that year. So I would like place myself in these toy stores. Well, in those days, it was it was called Child World. That was future Toys R Us. But they had a delivery. It was just luck. And as they started bringing them out and and stacking them up for display. We were only allowed two, so I grabbed two, and I was like so excited. I thought I was thrill. I, I would have thought this baby was real. <laughs> <were> so happy, <laughs> and so I felt well. I can't, uh, you know, I don't want to hog them. So I, instead of having two, I gave one to my one of my neighbors because she has a blonde daughter, and I said, well, I'll give it to her. And uh, uh, it was just. Uh, it was, it was just the, the fad of the day. Oh, another one was um what do you call that one that you hit the hit the colored lights on it. Simon. Simon. Simon that was a big idol also one year in the 70s. And uh everybody could play that, but uh that was that was a big one too, but I can't remember anything else except for those dolls.
2: They're
1: creepy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Also, I like that she's just buying up children and giving them away. Yeah. What, do you, what makes you think I wouldn't want that child? I don't know. I should have kept
3: both of them. <laughs> I, have a, I have been living with this hanging
1: over my head for years. But Claire is out there living her best cabbage life. I am cleansing.
3: I am getting rid of all these ghosts from the past. <laughs> so your, your Abigail is really...
1: Wow, I did not uh, Who knew that we were going to have such a bombshell episode This
2: is really I hope you go to church after this
1: I know, I I feel like I need to Now call a young priest and an old priest And you know, absolve my own sins For being a deadbeat mother That let the grandmother meddle
3: Yes, yes Absolutely But you know what, it's awfully cute down there I have a carriage in the basement An old carriage that (laughs) Harks back to the 70s again and i got them all four sitting in there. that's so no, not too down creepy. This is to do the laundry. They're looking
1: at me. This is horrifying. <laughs> this I is, think it's time. I think it's our time. Do you have any any um holiday cuz this is the Christmas episode. Would you like to tell us what to expect on Christmas Day? Uh seasonal uh like in the 30s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, our meteorologist is really getting, this is lazy, lazy work, lazy meteorology. All right. Well, we thank you for um, definitely telling us something new today. Uh, I'm sorry I'm a deadbeat mother and my children are living in your basement, but hey, I never knew them to begin with, apparently.
3: Yes, it's not your fault. It's mine. I will dig out
1: these old birth certificates for you. And I will see you in In court. (laughs) (laughs) See <laughs> you in court. All right. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful holiday. You too. Merry Christmas, Patty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Aaron. but I'll be seeing you anyway. Oh, I know. I'm forced to, legally. Yeah. I'll see you in hell. All right. I will talk to you later. Love you.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. So while I was looking up the Cabbage batch Kids. Yes. Just to get a glimpse of what they look like. Uh-huh. On the... Um, top 10 classic toys that could kill you list
1: <gasps> was cabbage patch at the top
2: darts uh, number th- well j- lawn darts number 10 snack time cabbage patch kit
1: excuse me snack time <clears throat> <clears throat> yes what did this come with i've never even heard of that let me was that an option I you can think... eat the kid right i, th-
2: I think so uh the snack time kids' dolls featured battery-powered mechanical jaws designed to mimic real chewing action. <gasps> when they were fed some plastic food, unfortunately, the dolls didn't stop chewing even when the snack was a, was a child's finger or hair. One little girl even had to be freed by rescue workers after her hair became so entangled that her parents called nine one
1: one. Could you imagine making that call?
2: Oh, this is the so dolls
1: eating my baby.
2: Wait, what?
1: The doll! What doll? Cabbage Patch. With the cap Snack time Cabbage Patch is eating my child's head. Wait,
2: is this the real doll, but it's actually made from cabbage?
1: No, it's a real doll!
2: I'm confused now.
1: It's Chucky! <laughs> did this come to life after, like, some witch cursed it or something? What's the deal? Anyway, never mind! The doll ate home. my <laughs> He's gone now! <laughs> doll ate my baby! <laughs> and so did the dinko! Oh, my God, is it time for special... T- oh, no, it's time for Instagram. That's it's right. never ending. All right. We're so close to the end. Yes. Ready? It's time, time for, Instagram for... Instagram mail, Instagram mail. mail. It's Can't Christmas Fats time. They're eating Can't all your hatch. hair
3: all day. You're a real kid,
2: but you're grown as a veggie.
3: Oh, maybe it's just
1: a vegan doll.
2: I don't know.
1: Oh, that's even worse. Can you imagine having a doll that was a vegan Oh, that's apropos, because guess what we have for Instagram mail today? Read this question. All
2: right, I'll do it right. Fuck you. Right down. now. Oh,
1: you can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at DearPodOfficial. Business over, Instagram mail question go.
2: Dear Pod, is it wrong to ask a vegan to bring their own food for dinner party? My son is dating one and I don't know what to make. It all sounds and looks terrible, and I don't want her to walk away thinking I can't cook. I can. Beef casserole, meatloaf steaks, chicken a la king, you name it, I can do it. But vegan cardboard, I cannot. I'd like your your thoughts. Signed, Not So Mary in Maryland. Dear Mary, friends don't let friends go vegan. There I said it. They will watch everything you put in your mouth and have a sad story about what you're eating and how terrible it is. Well, you know what else is terrible? A fork to the neck. Ask Moby what he likes to eat and cook that. I'm sure it'll be a whisper and a tic-tac, so it shouldn't stress you out too much. I won't put too much thought into it. Why? You're not a goddamn restaurant, that's why. In my day, when you went to someone's house for dinner, you ate what they served and spit out what you didn't like into a napkin like an adult.
1: Like an adult.
2: Tell Sonny Boy this is a one and done, and if this crap continues, he's out of the will.
1: Oh, you took a very harsh approach. Very different than my slant on it. But when I did, there was a vegan who came to a party of ours, and she brought just her little vegan patty with her. It was very sad. Nobody should be walking into a party with a sad vegan patty in an Hi, individual Hi, I'm vegan pouch. patty. <laughs> oh, God, you guys. Vegan patty's here. No,
2: fuck. Don't go near
1: her. You, have you seen her new vegan patty doll?
2: Do you want anything from the buffet? Oh, God, no. <laughs> There's pork on the table. Oh, I just can't God. help you know, thinking about poor babe.
1: Do you want me to add water to your... Your little dish that you brought there?
2: No, I'm going to sit in the corner on this little square of carpet that I brought.
1: <laughs> Are we at Celine Dion's house? What is this? <laughs> vegan patty!
2: I like to pray to my vegan patty.
1: Oh, here's what Anne has to say. Dear Mary, the best thing about cooking for a vegan is even they don't know if it's good. This gives you carte blanche to try making all sorts of crap you would never attempt. Try that tofurkey. Sauté that saitan. Sauté that seitan. I don't know what the hell jackfruit is, but it sounds sexy. (laughs) If you're the baby Bobby Flay you claim to be, now is your chance to flex. But you can't punish a vegan by forcing them to bring their own food. Their food is punishment enough. Want to cut corners? Let's play a quick game called Bet You Didn't Know That Was Vegan. (laughs) Duncan Hines Frosting. Vegan.
2: Also a diuretic.
1: Oh, win and win. Check and check. Toss a spoon in that and call it a day. Oreos. Not an ounce of animal product. Also, not an ounce of nutritious value. Ritz crackers. Now, I know this one comes as a shock, but that buttery taste is not. I know it comes as a shock.
2: I am shocked to Not
1: shit. butter. Not unfrosted Pop-Tots. Though why you would want to live in an unfrosted Pop-Tot world, I don't want to know that life.
2: You're the shortbread.
1: But that's... Dairy product. You're the
2: shortbread person.
1: Oh, I hate shortbread. Hate it. Um, oh, and finally, this is one of my favorite ones. Betty Crocker's bacon bits. (laughs) Vegan. Despite its title, there is no meat in the product, which should scare us all. Vegans and meat eaters alike. With the vegan trending, with the vegan diet trending as hard as Dexatrim did in the 80s. There's lots of options available in the marketplace today. Now, Good luck, you meeting son of a bitch, and happy tofu shaping. Onion.
2: Did you know that Kraft Singles cannot say that it's cheese on the label?
1: Oh, I'm not surprised.
2: I grew up eating that crap. and
1: You're did, like, what was it? Yeah. Everything that we ate was hyper-processed in my family.
2: I don't know. No wonder why my I am the way that I am.
1: Absolutely. No wonder I was puffy for most of my life. Everything came out of a box or out of a can.
2: Mm-hmm. And why I'm addicted to sugar.
1: Oh, I'm completely. I'm doing a sugar cleanse in January. You want to do it with me? No. Come on. No. Just try. Um, I, I'm homicidal the first few days. I've listen, done this before. I'm already
2: off caffeine. I am already off coffee and diet soda. Don't
1: you need a vice? It's, you better start smoking. <clears throat> it's
2: Adderall. Adderall. Is
1: I really vice. want to try some of this.
2: No. Can I have half?
3: No. Half not, of it. I'm not gonna do this. I'm you not mean gonna my be. I'm
2: not gonna be the.
1: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Do <laughs> you think that's what would happen to me? Yeah. I'm running just as fast as I can. Yeah. Uh Okay. That's why I'm asking for a quarter. Yeah. Come on. I'm not doing that. I love that. I'm. A, I'm really pushing you to be my dealer. Yeah. No. Come
2: on. These things are expensive, and I'm not a drug dealer.
1: Are they really expensive? Yes. How much per pill? Actually, no, not really. Let me see what I can. I'll Venmo ya, huh? Okay, ready? Yes. It's time, time for, for specialty, specialty, cocktail, specialty cocktail, specialty drink. drink. It's Throw Christmas it time. In my it's time Jesus to Clough be born.
2: Up. I want to Bring Jesus a drink in to the manger. Throat.
1: What the hell is myrrh? Next year we should do a myrrh based cocktail for our Christmas party. I agree. Hey, Christmas party. I can't hey. believe it's Christmas time and neither can you. So this time of year it's time to drink. Are we ready? This year's, this year's, well, this year's Christmas specialty cocktail is Christmas Whiskey Cocktail. And I heard him exclaim as he rode out of sight, James Jules Ferris, I can see your bald spot from up here. For this you will need two orange zest coins, a dash of chocolate bitters, a dash of Dale's Pimento Aromatic Bitters, three quarters of an ounce of aged sherry, and two ounces of Blanton's Single Barrel Bourbon. For this, you will want to muddle one orange zest coin with both the bitters and the sherry in the bottom of an old-fashioned glass, add the bourbon and four large ice cubes, and stir. Express the oil of the remaining orange zest over the top, and, oh, express the oil of the remaining orange zest over the top of the drink, and drop in. I'm over here expressing oil, damn it. Here are the tasting notes. This may very well be the greatest grouping of free words that I have ever heard in my life. Christmas, whiskey, cocktail. Let's deep dive this. Christmas, the annual festival commemorating the birth of Jesus, which we turned into an incredible tradition where we decorate pine trees, light up the exterior of our homes in bright colors, eat far too much rich food and sweets for over a month, and then wait for a fat guy in a red suit to break into our homes and leave us gifts. Heaven, whiskey a type of distilled alcoholic beverage typically aged in wooden casks and poured into a glass to help you cope with all the pressures of the holiday season. Cocktail. The entire reason why you listen to this ridiculous podcast to the very end. It is your reward for enduring all the poop and gastrointestinal stories that you put up with week after week. I think that was a shot at us. Delicious. This is the original recipe of H. Joseph Ehrman. Owner of the Elixir Bar in San Francisco for 15 years. It's sweet, chocolatey, and packs a holiday punch. Now, put on your PJs, sit by the fire, turn on some Bing, and start getting stressed out about what you're going to get your spouse for Valentine's Day. Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! Cheers to you. I think it's going to be chocolatey and bourbony and boozy. Ooh.
2: It smells like celery.
1: Oh my God, it does. It smells like Cabbage Patch, kid.
2: Oh, God, they're everywhere. What if I just sat on the stool and one just
1: popped most... up? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Claire, is I mean, that they, you?
2: It wasn't the commercial they pop out of the cabbage with their arms open?
1: Yes, they do, and then they, they write from the cabbage patch straight into your arms. Ooh. This is interesting.
2: It is interesting.
1: Because it smells like celery going in.
2: And it finishes with chocolate.
1: Yeah. And there's... Bourbon somewhere in the middle there. It burns a little bit.
2: I'll see.
1: Right? And not like a lot, but enough. I think the aged Sherry takes the edge off of it.
2: Oh, Sherry!
1: Why are you so <laughs> aged? So, so aged. Oh, Sherry. Aged Sherry! How old? Whatever happened to that guy? He I should have let go! <laughs> nah! <laughs> all right, Steve, let's just take it back um, a little bit. Can you not sound like you're vomiting at the sure. end of the word? Okay, let's try it again. Go ahead. Shoot him again! Ah! Okay, all right. Steve, I'm sorry.
2: There's a fly in here. There's a mosquito. Okay, we'll
1: see if we can get him out.
2: I love that song.
1: I loved Steve Perry. Mm. As I sip- go, What
2: did he go single and then didn't go anywhere?
1: And then he, not ready to mingle. I don't know what happened to Steve Perry. He was what? It was Journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the front man for it. He had a voice and a half. And then all of a sudden, I think he just stopped performing with them. And then they got some, like, guy from Korea who happens to do the most impeccable impression of Steve Perry. Which is weird to see it come out of an entirely different guy's face. Mm-hmm. It sounds like his voice. I don't know. He probably grew up training to do that. I've seen that guy. Yeah. And he toured with them for a while.
2: Yeah. That's incredible.
1: Ah, Cool, weird legacy. Like, I just happen to sound like Celine Dion, so I'm going to take over her dates, you know, and Caesars.
0: And Merry Christmas, you podcasters! This
2: episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.